You know, just when I get comfortable with the studio, I have a major disruption happening and I've got to move it to another room, yet another room. It has now been in three rooms in my house and it is soon to go to a fourth. Hi everyone, welcome to Ask the Garden Geek. My name is Michael Kroos. I am the chief geek in charge. I am here to talk about your botanical buddies and stuff. And what we're gonna talk about now is spring. Oh, I just slammed on the desk. Did you hear that? Or did my my really cool microphone knock that out? I, you probably heard that. Uh, but anyway, it's spring. And last week we talked about what to do with the lawn in the spring. Let me tell you what I've been doing with my shrubs in the springtime. And springtime is such an important time for all of your ornamental plants. That's your, your shrubs, your small trees. I don't wanna talk about the big trees, but you know, big trees you gotta spend some money with cause you gotta get an arborist out to cut out all the deadwood. Now, when I lived in my other house, uh, the other house that I had just prior to this one, uh, the one that were the ex Mrs. Cross and her new husband live in, um, it was a nice house. But anyway, uh, over there we had a big oak tree in the front yard, and I used to climb that puppy myself. Of course, I was younger then, and I would do the trimming in that tree. I would do the pruning in that tree. I'd prune out all the deadwood and everything. Then I just got you know I can't do this. Tree's getting too big, and I'm all you know I'm, I got you know five kids. I, I shouldn't be up in a tree. So I stopped being up in a tree, and I hired an arborist to come out and prune down all of the dead wood and all of that good type of stuff. And I've done the same thing at this house where I've got more trees. I have spent literally thousands of dollars on arborist here trimming these trees down as far as I am legally allowed to trim them. The city won't let me remove the trees, so, you know... We're, I just keep cutting, having them cut back. And I spend a lot, I got all the branches off my house and everything. But anyway, back to what I did this week for myself and my neighbor, because I'm just a nice guy. All of my shrubs needed their spring fertilization. And I, I want to tell you what I use to fertilize in the spring on my shrubs. Now on the lawn, we already talked about this before, I'm a big Milorganite kind of guy. I love Milorganite, or the generic version of Milorganite, uh, which, by the way, doesn't even cost that much less. It's just, it's got bigger prills. But, um, you know, and some of the Milorganite, of course, got in with my shrubs, but the shrubs need a little bit more attention because, you know, I've got some hibiscus and I've got, you know, a lot of colorful shrubs out there and they need a little bit more attention. So I give them, you know what, you know what I fertilize them with? I fertilize them, and I recommend this to you. I wholeheartedly recommend this to you. I recommend fertilizing them with, and this is what I did this week, with a fruit tree fertilizer. Yeah. Uh, the analysis is usually somewhere around, but not exactly all the time, a 4-6-8. That's 4% nitrogen, 6% phosphorus, and 8% potassium. Uh, the nitrogen is lower than normal, which is fine. You don't want your shrubs doing a burst of growth. Okay, you, you don't want that happening. Uh, and the phosphorus is high because some of your shrubs, well, like my hibiscus, will bloom. And I want to inspire, you know, I want to inspire the bloom. So I'm going to use that to inspire the bloom. And then the potassium is there to build the strength. But I always make sure when I buy a fertilizer for fruit trees, that it has what's called a statement of secondary nutrients. That's what I, just look for that. It's gonna say, you know, the main numbers, that's the, the macro elements of the fertilizer. In this case, that's close to a four, six, eight. And then right under there, you look for something called 
statement of secondary nutrients. Now, the cheap fertilizers do not have this. So you want the good fertilizers. So you're going to spend a little more money, but it is so worth it because plants need these trace elements, the iron, the zinc, the molybdenum, the boron, uh, all of you, the magnesium, uh, you know, all of these things. They, they need that, as do we. We take minerals. Don't you take minerals? Don't you take your vitamins and minerals? If you don't, you should. Uh, but I take a mineral supplement myself because those statement, those secondary nutrients really help out, and especially with shrubs. So I find that if I use a fertilizer, a shrub fertilizer, that has a statement of secondary nutrients, and it's got all of those minor elements in it, that it's going to do a much better job. You're going to get vibrant colors in the leaves. I've got some crotons that are variegated. And I tell you what, the, when I use that fertilizer, the colors, the different colors in the leaves just pop. They just pop. So that's kind of a, you know, and I recommend that even for all the green shrubbery, I recommend because your greens are going to be much shinier and nicer. So I do that. Uh, just before I do that, I go in and I, I stand back. This is what I always do. I stand back and I'll look at all my shrubs I, from a distance. And I say, how do things look? There's got to be some pruning that has to happen there because in all of your shrubbery, there's going to be some branches that didn't overwinter well. They're going to be dead or dying. You want to get all that dead wood out of there. You want to prune things. Now you're going to have some new growth coming up. Leave that alone. But, you know, you want to go in and kind of thin things out just a little bit. You know, do a little bit of shaping. Take care of things like that. Then I put the fertilizer down. And then when I put this fertilizer down, I always irrigate immediately. Because uh, a, a fruit tree fertilizer is not going to be an organic fertilizer. You know, the nitrogen source is not going to be organic and you know, all of these things. So you want to water it in, and you want to put it down at the right rate. Follow the instructions on the bag. I use one of those Scott spreaders, those little green handheld Scott spreaders to put my fertilizer down. I did mine, and I had, you know, I didn't use all my fertilizer, so I went next door, and I took care of that. I took care of my neighbor's shrubs in his front at the same time. I said, you know, I don't, I don't want to keep chemical fertilizers out in my garage. I just don't. Uh, you know, you get that little ammonia smell going on and things like that. So you, I just don't want to do that. And I don't. I, I just, you know, so I, if I don't use it up, I go use it at my neighbor's or I'll use it at, you know, a relative's house or something like that. But that's just, but that's just me. I'm not saying if I had a shed, I would keep it in the shed. But I don't want it in the garage, which is connected to my house. Understand? That, that's just kind of simple there. I also don't keep chemicals in my garage. Uh, I just don't. I have got a, in my backyard, in a little private area of my backyard, I've got a plastic, a black plastic toolbox, great big black plastic toolbox. And in that, I keep any bottled chemicals that I have laying around, which are not many, but, you know, my generic Roundup, my generic version of Roundup, uh, glyphosate, I keep that in there. And, you know, just a few things like that that I will keep in there. I've got a can of orthene that I've had for a long time. And I just, I just, I'm just sitting there looking at it. I might get rid of that. I might take that to the, the county has these, give us your chemical days someday. I just may take that down and, and get rid of that. But anyway, back to the shrubs. Do my pruning first, do my shaping. Then I do my fertilizing. 
Now, this is the time, if you choose to do this, to put the mulch down after you have fertilized, okay? So the fertilizer is covering the mulch. So you're going to fertilize, you're going to water it in, and then it's time, if you want to, to put the mulch down. I, I'll tell you what I use for mulch. I use leaves that came off my oak trees. I just, you know, throw that underneath there. It biodegrades very, very slowly. And that's what I use. I don't go out and buy mulch. I just take what I have and stick it out there, and it, and it looks fine. And some of the shrubs are bare. They just have bare soil under them. Uh, there's uh, opinions about mulch. You know, people say, oh, the mulch is going to save you water. I don't know if it does or not. Here's what I know about what the commercial growers do. The commercial growers who plant all of these shrubs in lines and things like that and also do citrus and, and all of those things, they don't use mulch. They have the soil bare. And the reason that they have the soil bare is that the soil is then readily available to take in minor elements all by itself to where is if there is mulch in there and i know this from citrus if you have mulch underneath your citrus trees the mulch sucks up the minor elements to the point uh, that they just it's just not readily available to the citrus oranges you know i live in florida we have oranges or grapefruit taste better if there's no mulch they just do, especially grapefruit. Grapefruit just has this much better, better taste. I learned that from a buddy of mine, his dad. His dad was you know, in the citrus business for a gazillion years. And his dad taught me, he says, never mulch underneath citrus trees. Now, back when he did it, they didn't have Roundup. He said, oh, he says, you know, when he retired, Roundup, they had round, there was Roundup. He said, oh, I wish I had that. But they just have bare soil underneath the, the citrus trees. And also in apple orchards in Michigan. One of the, when I was a kid, they let nothing grow under the apple orchards. I remember that because there was an orchard right across the street from our house outside of Battle Creek, out in the sticks. There was an orchard there. And they, in those days, hoed that all the time to make sure that there were no weeds growing. Hope that helps. You're listening to Ask the Garden Game. 